So it's all well and good to say like, well, you should go and work as soon as your kid's born. But some people find more value in raising children. Yeah. You know, some women do, some men do. And it's their choice. There's nothing wrong uh, with that. You know. Uh, but at the same time, you shouldn't undersell yourself and think, well, I can't do this job because I'm a woman or yeah. not be given the opportunity to do so. Welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this podcast, we talk about all things Japan in English. My name is Michi, and these are my co-hosts. Natsuki. And Alex. Now, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the news recently, but someone said something he shouldn't have said in the news. What? What? Yeah. Let's talk about this, guy. So, we have a leader from the, the I think, the top of the Olympics committee. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm said that a lot of the the meetings for the olympics for the 2021 olympics go on for a long time mm. because of the women in the meetings like to talk too much <laughs> like me <laughs> wait a minute no 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 that, that can't be right because are there any women in the meetings <laughs> that's no, what i'm talking about uh, so who's he talking about that's what i want to know man you know dude i was like okay how many people how are in- are in the group? We don't know. It just <laughs> we just know that he just uh, like how old is this guy? He's what's his 83. name? Eighty three. Eighty three. Okay. Oh, eighty four. Eighty four. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so like this guy, first of all, he's a dinosaur. I I'm pretty sure he doesn't even know where he is when he's talking. <laughs> Mr. Morisan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He used to be the prime minister, right? Yeah. Yeah, he used to be the prime Ten minister. Years ago, yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I was just looking at this and I was just thinking to myself, what is she th- okay, the headline from the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. Tokyo Tokyo Olympics chief says women talk too much at meetings, calls it annoying. <laughs> you know, and there, this reminded me of another comment that was uh, made before that about spreading coronaviruses. I forgot who said it. Mm-hmm. When somebody was like, you know, the reason why... Ah, here it is. Osaka mayor draws ire after saying women are slow shoppers. <laughs> so the mayor of Osaka was saying that corona is spreading in Osaka because women were chatting to each other at the supermarket. Seriously? And you're just like... Don't they know that it's like 2021? They're not supposed to say stuff like this yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. I well, know. There's some like, you know, um, badly thought out things that people have said. But you'd think like you'd control it a bit if there's a bunch of press in front of you. <laughs> you know, even if you did think that, right? Which is dumb in itself. You'd like shut the <laughs> up, right? If there's loads of press people in front of you with microphones. And they're recording everything, Recording right? everything, yeah. I remember, I, like, there was also during the, the great earthquake and the Fukushima disaster, mm. I remember, I forgot who it was, but one of those politicians was in front of all the cameras. And he was like, oh, yeah, we're totally going to help Fukushima. We're here from Tokyo. Don't worry about us. 
And then the cameras go off, but one of the guys kept recording. And the dude's like, oh my God. He's like, you guys aren't doing your job. You guys are assholes, blah, blah, blah. He just started going off on the poor Fukushima like <laughs> local government. <laughs> and that, that was on the news like mm-hmm. the next day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't you guys understand how like microphones and cameras work? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> now you got some weird people blurting things out. So I was at a tourism event like a couple of years back. I think maybe it was two years ago or something. And this guy from uh, the Japanese side was there talking to all these foreign, you know, travel industry people. Yeah. And he did quite an all right speech, actually. Got to the end of it. He was saying, come back to Japan. We, you know, welcoming you. We've got all this rich history and culture. And at the end of the speech, after he'd just finished and it was okay, he just blurted out, spend all your money in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody just kind of looked at each other like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But that's still like harmless it's harmless right yeah yeah but it didn't need to be said is what the point was right yeah so, um, but okay Natsuki. so we're we're talking shit right now what do you think about these old guys mostly it almost always are these old men yeah who just seem to you know what i mean they just kind of say things and mm-hmm. i think if this was maybe 50 years ago yeah maybe no one cares they just go they just like ignore them like right. okay okay grandpa's mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. but now we have like media yeah uh, yeah so it's like all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you feel about I think this, this uh, Mr. Mori did a good job. What? Because you got to listen to me. You got to listen to me. Okay, I'm Because listening. he proved himself that he's a sexist, right? Oh. And then now, like, there are so, so many old men and some young men think like, you know, women underestimate women. Yes. And then um, now they see that those kind of men see that Mori is in the trouble. And then if those kind of thinking guy speak same thing, they know that they will be in trouble too. So ah. it's good for them to, you know, you guys are like old so thinking. So he's like a bad example, mm-hmm. but an example. So right. people look at him like, oh, let's not do that. Yeah. But he's not really in trouble, right? He's got <laughs> in trouble in the media, mm-hmm. but he's not lost his job or no, no, no. he's not had any punitive measures or anything. So because people are asking Suga to, to replace him, yeah. but Suga knows that Mori is like really powerful. Yeah. So he's not doing anything about but it. But did you know that he's doing that job for seven years with no money? Really? Morty? Yeah. Morty. So is that why he's angry at women? Like what? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not that problem. I mean, that's nothing problem with it. But. He's an old guy, and he made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, and he's apologized, and I let him go. <laughs> I, I, well, I, My question is not... Okay, so in his case, let's say he says he's sorry, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. like, Trump has said a lot of things, and he didn't say sorry for any of it. Okay. <clears throat> but at the same time, I think most Ameri- most people in the world think that Trump is a bad leader, and that mm-hmm. was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like in Japan, and this is what I really want to talk about today, leadership in Japan really seems to be this different concept from other countries okay like the leader is just the oldest guy mm-hmm. whether or not he can do his job or whatever it's right. just the oldest guy they like ah you're the leader now right he's probably doing nothing he's just That's what I'm saying. He's just doing mm-hmm. nothing yeah so what the hell is a leader in japan anyway just a symbol <laughs> i don't know <laughs> because 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 i i assume that the thing, things like important job people around him is doing it right, right? So he's just a symbol. So one, I was told once a long time ago, and I don't know if this is a, a, a phrase or something, but one, someone told me the shot show, the CEO that can't do anything makes the best company hmm. because everybody's got to look after him 
and do the job that he's supposed to do, but they all have to work together to do the job. Right. So it makes a stronger company. Hmm. But like a CEO that can do too many things, like an Elon Musk or a Steve Jobs, a too smart chateau, mm -hmm. is bad for the company because then no one tries. Oh. That was like, that's for, I mean, it's ass backwards for how we think about it in the West. Hmm. I, <laughs> what? What? So, so like the like the, the the more of a yokel the more of like a like a can't do anything ceo you have in a company the stronger the base becomes to support that guy is mm. the concept yeah whereas i think in the west we think the strongest most alpha male or female and like smartest brightest person should be the ceo but it depends on companies in Japan, okay. because yeah, because there are so many, I mean, not so many, there are many young shachos exist in the yeah. you know, company, and they're doing leadership, Yeah, right? but there's also probably many, many more old guys who don't know what's going on with their company anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's a balance, I think, because there's like, you know, um, it, it's particularly prevalent in kind of organizations that are run by local governments and, right, right. and things like that. Those kind of organizations do have like older people at the top generally. But now a lot of companies do have young CEOs and they are doing kind of different stuff as well. Right. But Steve Jobs is an interesting example, right? Because he actually couldn't do a lot of the stuff that his company did. So the, he wasn't the technical a programmer, stuff, right? He right. wasn't techie, really. Um, but he had the vision and the leadership and he was like incredibly short-tempered and Yeah, Steve Jobs had a, right? lot, a lot of problems, but yeah. Yeah. yeah so, what, what about the president of the United States? He's old. He's a Biden. Yeah. Yeah, Biden's old as shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like he's going to drop dead any minute. So, okay. Let's just say, let's just like put that aside for a second because <laughs> the elections in America are the problem. It's not It's not that we, because it's like if you have a CEO or something like that, I think it's a lot easier to replace a CEO than it is for a president. Mm -hmm. Problem is that the United States government election system is very, very old mm. and it doesn't make any more sense, I don't think for now. Mm. So it needs to be changed. But getting back to this guy who's like the top of the <laughs> Olympics committee, he's just put there by Suga. Like he could be replaced. Not put there by Suga, but he could be replaced by Suga. Yeah. So it's not a big election we're talking about. It's just like, pew. Change, <laughs> change of him. Yeah. else, yeah. Mm -hmm. But they won't. I don't think that they will. Well, I think there's a lot of network capability mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. with him, right? So even if he does make a gaffe and say something dumb, like, you know, he won't be removed from his position for that because he's got a strong network of other powerful right, people right, right. Mm -hmm. who can support him yeah, mm -hmm. um, and can actually do things when the Olympic Committee needs to make decisions and stuff like that. And also so. Olympics is almost there so people don't want to change him. Do you think the Olympics are going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. I hope it's going to happen but I don't know. It's, yeah. What do you think? What do you think? I'm going to let Alex go first. So... I've heard many things. Yeah. You've I can't heard. say all of them. Yeah. But I reckon it's either going to be half capacity or online. Ah. Uh, um, and I think they're the two options. Or cancelled, but I don't think that will happen. There's been reports in at least Western media that behind doors that the olympics have already been canceled mm. it's decided they're just they're just not saying it yet uh and then when the time comes they say they'll say it. Uh, there's reports of that we don't yeah. know if that's we don't know if that's accurate or not but there have been reports of that uh, but I, I i heard from somebody else in uh related to an american broadcasting company that they really want it to go ahead because they've invested a lot of money in it. Right. Um, and the US is the major investor in um, the Olympics. If the US wasn't involved, we wouldn't be able to have the Olympics because um, they put that much money into it. Um, so they want it to go ahead. Um, 
So who knows? Because, because they will lose the money that right. they they've be... already lost billions of dollars, uh, but I you see. know they'll lose even more if it goes okay. just down the toilet. Well, I mean, there's like if they did a poll in Tokyo, and I think it's like seventy or eighty percent of Tokyo people want the Olympics to be canceled. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's a difficult choice. I mean, we're it's just I think if they extend it like two months to like October ish, it'll be fine because then you can just vaccinate everybody. Yeah, uh, and you'll be fine. I think it's just at that perfect time where it's just barely going to maybe make it or maybe not make it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. When are we start vaccine in Japan? Vaccination in Japan is supposed to happen March, at yeah. the end of February. February, this month. Or month. March. Mm. Dude, this is the estimate right now. Right. But I talked to a doctor who is part of the, the chain of like getting the vaccination out because, you know, the, for example, the Pfizer vaccine needs to be really, really cold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so he's looking at all the in, all the all the the infrastructure and stuff that they need to ship out the the vaccine, and he's saying that like normal people will probably get vaccinated in May at the earliest. Oh, I see, earliest. So that's four months from now. Mm. So there's a bit of a worry that's going to meet the time for the Olympic June, July, is it? Yeah, July. July. But yeah. you got to get all the people into the country and three months before and yeah. climatize them. Yeah. Yeah. It's Which gonna be tough. You can do if you inoculated every if you got them all vaccinated and shipped them over here and then put them in a little village where they sit there, which they usually do this anyways. Mm -hmm. Little Olympic village and you just keep it shut. Right. I mean it's doable. And if there's any country in the world that can make it all the you know, the the paperwork and the bureaucracy necessary to make that function is Japan. Mm -hmm. They can do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But it's still looking a bit dodgy. But to be fair. do they have the leadership to do it? And that's where we're getting back to. <laughs> that's true. Back to the leadership. Yeah, I mean the leadership thing. It's slow. It's a slow process of like you know uh, consensus building. You yeah. Nemawashi, all mm. that kind of stuff. And then you know everybody decides. And there's a cool book like a guy in Kagoshima uh, who lives in Kagoshima wrote uh, an English translation of called The Forgotten Japanese. Okay. And it talks about village meetings back in the day, like the olden days. It used to go on for like three days because people, everybody had to agree. Because mm. if somebody didn't agree, they'd be ousted by the village and the family had starved to death, right? Because mm. you have to make rice together. <laughs> yeah. So that's why this consensus building culture kind of exists, I guess. Mm. You know, from that kind of agrarian society or whatever. But it's not helpful in modern society. You know what I mean? We don't need it anymore. Well, so, I mean, uh, there's actually a lot of history behind what you were just talking about. The the growing of rice has really shaped a lot of cultures, mm. especially the Japanese and Chinese culture. Mm. And that's why numbers are so much easier to understand in Japanese, in Chinese, than they are in the Western countries. Mm. Because they had to do a lot of like calculations back in the past, even farmers, because even if you screw up by a couple of days, you know, or something like that, planting your field, you would go, you would starve. So knowing how to plan for the future and no numbers was really important back in the day mm. so all of that just and also that like consensus building like having the village work together so everybody eats it, it is it's true mm. it does go back to that yeah but you know i mean what's the other comment about women i mean is he it, what's he saying why is he picking on women all of a sudden in this environment because there aren't that many women in leadership positions in these councils anyway yeah. So who's he singling out exactly is what I want to know. Well, don't I think what it is, I think that the women are just seen as these others. And then so whenever there's a problem, you just like pick on the others, right? Yeah. Mm. I mean, there was this, there was another stupid comment made by Kato Kanji, I guess his name. Mm. He's like, he was telling people like, if, you know, women who don't do their duty of having at least three children <laughs> is like their job. And, they, and so those three children can grow up and pay taxes and stuff like that. Yeah. And so he's saying this and you're like, 
he's trying to blame the poor economy on women. Hmm. But the problem is there's no support system for women who right, want right. to go and back who, to work. Yeah, and who right? makes a support system? <laughs> the guys on top yeah, yeah, yeah. who don't want to, you know what I mean? Because they cannot imagine the real situation, right? right. That's why they, can, they haven't set up the good system for women. That's why we cannot have babies. Right. I yeah. mean, like, dude, if you look at after, like, during the bubble period and after World War II, mm. there was lots and lots of babies happening. Why? Because it was easy and not so expensive and th you could do it. It was, it mm. was, you know, it was possible. These days, one kid is so expensive in Japan. Yeah. Mm. And then you say, have three kids and like the parents are thinking, how, how yeah. do we make this work? And go back to work as well. Right. You know? Where do you put your kids? You know, yeah. where's the support system and like know? just like home life in japan just like the system of being like raising a family in japan is not made for convenience no. right. like you have to go to the grocery store like two or three times a week in america we go to the grocery store every like 10 days mm. we just get a bunch of stuff put it in your fridge or pantry it just it, you can keep it for a long time yeah yeah but a lot of japanese food it requires fresh ingredients mm. and they don't have big refrigerators they don't have big pantries mm. so you have to go constantly so who has to do that the wife does that mostly that was all weird man going to the supermarket every day with those tiny baskets yeah Mm. I could, I've never, I still don't get used to that. It's weird, I see. Man. I never yeah. think that way, but that's true. And then you look at the the number of dishwashers in Japan. Almost all families in Japan don't own a dishwasher. Yeah. So if you just think about that one little convenience that we have in every single, even the cheapest apartments in America have a dishwasher. Mm. And that little cheapest convenience. Cheapest apartments. Yeah. Huh. So you just put the dishes in the dishwasher, press a button. That saves you 45, an hour, 45 minutes to an hour every single day. Right. Mm. Now put on top of that drawing laundry. In Japan, everybody hang dries their laundry. No, almost no one has a dryer. Yeah, yeah. In America, everybody just puts it in the wash and they put it in the dryer. And on top of that, they're large capacity. So you get it done in one go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh and then God. it's done. In Japan, right. it's like a whole day thing, little by little to like do housework. To be honest, right. though, in the regions, especially, I think women do not help each other as well. Oh, uh, that's true. A lot of pulling each other down, you know, so mm. things like PTA mm. meetings or mm. Chonaikai, the kind of residence mm. associations. They have all these stupid jobs hmm. that they say you have to do. Hmm. So there's one thing called berumaku, you know, the stickers. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Like the little, on some products, there's a little bell-shaped um, diagram or whatever. They cut that out and then give it to the school. And then the school can send them off for supplies, like you know, uh, pencils and rulers and stuff right. from the company. Right. So I'm like, well, why don't you just do it digitally? So you don't actually have to cut them all out. Uh, you know? Still, no. You know? uh, and if you don't do it, other to... mothers uh, complain and say you're a bitch because really? you're not joined then, in. Yeah, yeah, and then you get shamed. I yeah. used to do it when I was a kid, but yeah. it still exists. Yeah, uh. still got it. Um, wait, so... wait until your daughter's old enough to have a PTA. Uh, then yeah. all the fun starts. Yeah. Right, right, so right. So recently some dads go along as well. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't do it. Like, <laughs> like that. But, um, but, you know, it's like just the amount of work that's there is just totally unnecessary. Mm. And it's just interfering with their lives. You know, it's hard to go back to work. If you do work full time, you say, I'm sorry, I can't come to the PTA meeting. I've got work. I can't take time off. Maybe you earn more than your husband does. So you can't go. Right. They go, you f mm. you know you don't take part in all these things for your child. You're a bad mother. Right. And that's other women saying that. Right. So, you know, that culture needs to change. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. But... And then also there's like, if you, that's like family life. If you have a woman who's in a company, this happens a little bit in the West too, but more so in Japan, a confident, strong woman who expresses herself in a company, almost always that woman will be like shunned. Yeah. She's, she's like the... Like no one's going to talk to her. 
Whereas if a man did that, a lot of people would be like, oh, this guy, he's trying his best. He's really mm. working hard. Yeah. Same exact input, two different outputs, you know. Mm. I think the way that companies are structured, though, you've got to be disagreeable to get up the ladder. In right? Japan, anyways. Yeah, I think any, any country, yeah. right? You've got to be a bit disagreeable to get what you want. Otherwise, mm. people walk all over you. Yeah. But if women do that, it's seen as being different to when a man does it, right? Right. So there needs to be a, a change in the way of thinking as to how women approach work as well and mm. how men approach work. It doesn't have to be the same, you know, but they can get the same results or similar results. But, do you, but I, you know, I kind of come down on both sides of this one because, you know, I employ both women and men. And I'll tell you, it's way easier to give a large workload to a man and say, do this and then get down on him when he doesn't do it. Mm. If I do that to a woman, I feel like a bad dude. <laughs> now, this is, this is again, s sexism within myself. But if I give one of my female staff a large job to do, I start to feel sorry for them. Mm. I don't know why. Maybe it's like, I don't know what it is. And then if I push them too hard, I feel sorry for them. Whereas if it's a dude, I'm like, dude, you got to do this. You're a man. You got to man up to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I know that this is part of my sexist like you know what is it not privilege but this is part of who i am mm. and i have to like think about this when i'm when i'm doling out responsibilities to people you know can't be too easy on the girls can't be too hard on the guys kind mm. of thing but there are differences between the sexes i mean you can't just say that everybody is the same and they're going to get the same results it doesn't work like that that's just like a stupid way of thinking it's you know? true so maybe there's like women are better at multitasking and doing different tasks at the but same this is time generally right yeah not every woman is good at multitasking. That's Not true. every man is bad at multitasking. But generally, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So just the approach towards it. I mean, there's this woman called uh, Cynthia Usui who lives in Tokyo. And she was a stay-at-home mother. Mm. And then she, when she raised the kids and sent them off to uni or whatever, she went back to work. And she did some really elite kind of positions after that as yeah. well. And um, there was an NHK drama made about her life as well. But she was saying that, you know, motherhood itself should be on your CV. Because it oh. teaches you all kinds of skills like communication, uh, task delegation, task management, you know, creativity. Um, and like people in society don't recognize that as a skill. They just say you were a stay home mom. You didn't do anything. But she was saying, no, that's not true. It taught me loads of different things. You know, budget management for the household. Don't, don't you, you agree know? that in the West, maybe we don't value child rearing and being a mom as high as we do being a career woman? I think that's probably true. Hillary well. Clinton got in trouble for this, kind of making fun of a working mom. Like, oh, you're just a mom kind of attitude. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And that, I don't think that that's, I mean, again, this goes back to like, can we have stay at home dads? You know, I think that's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. If not? you want to be, if, you're, if your wife makes a ton of money and she's a career woman and you like kids and you want to be a stay at home dad, good. Yeah. Mm. Have fun. Do it. I don't care. <laughs> but it's like, you know, just the choice, right? Yeah. You just want the choice. Um, so, yeah. In Japan, women need to be change our mind too. Like yeah. women, like many of my friends, they don't ask their husband to help her. I uh, mean, so they need to change their mind too. Like you know, give them a job, um, household job. But so so they There's also the 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 whole idea of like when if you expect the man to earn all of the money and then to do the job and everything, and mm. then the woman just stays at home, then she's supposed to take care of the family. Mm. This is like the the ideal marriage for I think like seventy percent of Japanese women. Seventy. Mm. I think it's seventy percent. Like they don't want to be the primary income in the house. Mm. They want the husband to do that. They mm. want to take care of the family. Mm. Maybe they do like a part time job or something like that. If that's their expectation. And then that's the way that everybody's thinking. Well, bosses in companies look at the men. Okay, I do this too. I'm looking at Josh right in front of me, right? Okay, he's a young guy. I'm thinking one day he's going to get married. He's going to have to take care of kids. 
So I have to work with him to, to, to create a career path for him that makes sense. That's going to end up with some, you know, larger, large scale income, more responsibility, where more of the, the family's uh, financial stability comes from him. If there was a girl named, you know, like what's a female version of Josh, you know, like a, a like a, we don't want to say Josh that Anna. one. Josh Anna. <laughs> who's like 28 or 29. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have that conversation with her yeah. just because I would think like at one point you're going to want to start a family, which is going to mostly take you out of the job market if, if just temporarily. And then maybe that they're, you know, I, again, this is just my own sexism, but like, I would probably not have that conversation. I would not do that kind of st strategic career planning with them. Mm -hmm. And if you're a woman and you're, you're getting like it, assholes like me that don't think of you as being a, like on a career path, mm -hmm. then the opportunities are also fewer and far between. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I suppose you've got to plan that out yourself as well and fix your own boundaries. And I think a lot of, I spoke to some Japanese women about like Western women coming to Japan and saying, you guys need to change this, that, and the other about your own society. It's up and things like that and the japanese women are going yeah well what do you know about it you yeah. know what i mean like it's up to us to change it if we want to change it mm. it's not like we can't change it do, do you think that so. do you think that the western women in this case have like a like a, a position of authority to speak from or do you think that both sides have merit and i think that the true answer is some mixture between i think if you've got a different opinion if you've got a different perspective it's always helpful because yeah. you can see things that you would have taken for granted otherwise and yeah. point out what's wrong with them but at the same time, if you don't understand the deep um, cultural nuances behind the why Japan is like it is, you know, you can't really say. So it's all well and good to say like, well, you should go and work as soon as your kid's born. But some people find more value in raising children. Yeah. You know, some women do, some men do. And it's their choice. There's nothing so, wrong with that. You know, uh, but at the same time, you shouldn't undersell yourself and think well i can't do this job because i'm a woman or yeah. not be given the opportunity to do so so it's it's just you know up to personal choice really mm. but you shouldn't really come into somebody else's culture and start telling them how to do stuff because mm. nobody's going to listen to you right you know unless I, you understand it really well well i, I think know. a lot of like arrogant westerners do that unfortunately i do it a bit but... <laughs> uh natsuki i want to ask you about this you know in tokyo there's a scandal i think it was i forgot what what school it was but one of the universities in, in tokyo were actually like changing the numbers of the entrance mm. so that more men got into the program and, and less women. Medical school. Medical school. Mm. Because the, the administration said mm. all the women doctors quit and they, they don't stay being doctors for the rest of their career. Right, so we right. don't want them. Right. What do you think about that? That's so stupid, of course. And yeah, because, you know, there were some women students who were supposed to get in, but they couldn't because they are women, right? Right. That's not fair. No. No, that's not fair. Do you think that the administration has a valid, a good point when they say the women will eventually retire early mm -hmm. and so they won't continue being a doctor. So their education is a waste. Do you believe in that? No, no. But the, the other hand, my doctor friend said that's kind of true. Okay. So she admitted that, you know, women are quitting, the women's doctor are quitting from the, I mean, the, the, the stage, I mean, from, the, from the position. Yeah, yeah, her position. So... That's becoming a problem. It's the fact. Yeah. So I don't know. I cannot blame them 100%. So, you know, I think Alex is seeing the solution to this. I think in the West, we would just make it better or easier for a female doctor to work. Yeah. Right. Give her a support system where she can do, you know, her rounds for the day and then also be a mom. Hmm. Right. Why is it an either or 
choice. Well, I mean, now with technology, you can do it from home, right? There's all, all especially after of, the pandemic. Yeah, there's all mm. kinds of options to do, like just discussion or something like that yeah. about people's symptoms online. You know, mm-hmm. from a remote location or whatever. There's all kinds of different jobs out there. But I mean, there is the question that are men more uh, competitive than women generally anyway, right? And I think they probably are, you know, more disagreeable, more competitive. And that tends to work better in a corporate environment. Yeah. But it just depends whether the corporate environment is the correct environment or not, right? Yeah, it comes yeah. down to how good is capitalism, right? Yeah. Now, let's talk about but going back to leadership. Let's talk about leaders. We've we've talked about it before. The Tokyo governor, mayor, mayor. Osaka, mm. じゃあじゃあじゃあ、あの、女性の方。ああ、小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池。小池
in my opinion. That's true. <laughs> I, I do. I do believe that qualifications are yeah. are the most important thing. Mm, but, but I also I also think that the the way of thinking about women as being potential leaders just needs to change. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And and going back to my initial like prompt, my initial question here, I think the idea of leadership in Japan is just weird because it just seems to be like Natsuki said, he's the oldest. <laughs> so here he's the he's the leader, and the rest of us are the younger. <laughs> so we're just going to. We're just gonna, you know, like crowd around him while he sits on a rock. Mm. I'm like, no, we've, we've advanced beyond that. So it's not just the oldest guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But what's weird is still people, some politicians, uh, you know, make him uh, like admire him, like make him that he is very important person. Right. That's the thing is, it's all about mm. personality building, yeah. right? They 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 make them this legendary. I mean, this happens in America too, but they make them these like legends. Mm. Like they're not even dead yet. They're building statues, mm. and you're just like, this guy does like. I I bring back the the top psych the cybersecurity guy. Mm. Who was like answering questions to 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 report? I think on the floor of the diet or something like that, and like he was talking about security, cybersecurity, and a lot of things that he was saying were wrong. And they were like, "Do you even know what you're talking about?" He's like, "No, I don't even own a computer." <laughs> mm. yeah. Like, you're like, "Why the hell are you there? What right, are you right. doing?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's just a figurehead. He doesn't mm. know what's going on. But it's good that people were talking about bad things on the news. You know, I mean, Mr. Mori's, you know, Hatsuge was very bad. Yeah. Uh, what he was saying was very bad on the news. So we admit that he is wrong. And then we think, and then what? That's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. But so this is like very, very Japanese thing to do is like make a mistake, whether on purpose or not, uh -huh. and then just apologize and it's all good. So MacArthur said this when Japan lost the Second World War. We're going back that far, guys. We're going back that far. He said the Japanese just think you can bow your head, apologize, and everything's okay. And he goes, well, it doesn't work like that. It's something along those lines, that kind of quote. So and what, what was a good decision to make? Uh, do you think he should quit his job? I think I he should retire and go live in a house somewhere and shut up. I mean, like, he's 100 years old. Yeah. yeah. What's he doing? Yeah, I I can't understand why he's been he's been. It's his pride. Chosen. It's his pride, and the people around him are really making the decisions. Are mm. hiding behind him. Mm. He's not probably making any decisions. The people around him are controlling him, probably. Right, right, maybe. And then they don't want to be blamed for anything, so they put him in front. Mm. Well, the Olympics, basically, right? It's the kind of epitome of fair play. Yeah. Equality for all. Everybody can compete. And know. this year, especially with the Paralympic, uh, yeah. the Paralympics, and and you know having having more and more females and women in the in the Olympics this year was like a big push for it. Yeah, equality. So the person in charge of that shouldn't be saying shit like that, right? right. <laughs> so in that way of thinking, he probably should be replaced. You know, but mm -hmm. then again, you know, it's a couple of months before. And maybe they think, well, f it, it's going to get cancelled anyway. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. No idea. Uh, mi mi Mr. Yeah. Moore, uh, by the way, Mr. Moore is the reason why we could have a, a rugby World Cup in Japan. Is it yeah. you guys, you, when you guys do that, I don't know if that's true or not. Is it Mr. Mori or is it the people around Mr. Mori and then he read a script? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You know I don't what I mean? Know. He's yeah. like, someone wrote this. I'm going to read this now. And mm. I'm going to smile and leave and go eat it in Izakaya. I, I really feel that they don't know what's happening. Yeah. They're so old. You can't be 100 years old and have a clear understanding of what's happening in today's world hmm. well there is a kind of reluctance to pass on the reins of power to the next generation here yeah so there's this number one there's like this lifting up of leaders to this pedestal and they're hmm. getting stuck yeah at this like glass ceiling yeah hmm. and then there's no passing over to the next generation right. so people are in their 80s hmm. really somebody in the 60s might be doing it or the 40s you know hmm. that's hmm. like 40 years younger than him 
Yeah, mm, dude. If you're yeah. if you're if it's, you're if you're second in command is forty and you're eighty five, that's that's forty five years. I'm not even forty five years old. Yeah, that's bigger than my entire lifetime. Yeah, gap. These people were around during the war, and like, if you honestly ask them detailed questions about technology or about like worldwide politics, they have no idea what's going yeah. on. Mm. But they're the leaders. But you know, I think that a lot of it is behind one's uh, position and status, and the other one is the idea of wisdom. So that they've got some kind of life wisdom that they can so pass on. So have them as a as a as but, a consultant. Yeah, as a consultant on the side, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I see it all the time as well. Like in in regional matters as well. There's always some person at the top who's been put in that position mm. who doesn't really have any great leadership skill, but they've been in the game so long they've got a network of contacts that supports them. Uh, and when they want to get something done, they defer to that network of contacts right. and the people below them to sort it out. And then they take the you know respect from all all the you know work that went on so, so it's just a weird system so i was i was in a government position before i'm, I, I'm not going to rat out who this was because they're all they've all been forcefully retired but i was sitting <laughs> in a meeting once and i had this like 83 year old head of this the government group that we are in okay and they're all discussing something and it's like it's a pretty important matter and then they go to like the chairman and they're like what are your thoughts on this i swear to god this is what happened this dude who hasn't been paying attention throughout the entire meeting. Mm. He's 83. Mm. He could give a f He goes, you know what I think? I think that every morning, if you eat a banana, I'm not making this up. <laughs> I'm not fucking making this up. He said, every morning, if you eat a banana, you get really, really ganky. And it, you know, you get, you, you feel energetic mm. and energized. And he's like, if you do that, everything just looks better. And then he just kind of, faded away with this conversation <laughs> and what, what were the people's reaction like it was it the reaction was like of course he said that mm -hmm. were they writing it down like, no they were just like of they course praised? of course he said that let's move on to the next topic uh, like ignore yeah and i was just looking at this dude and i was like why the f is he getting paid to do this job he doesn't know what's happening he was probably like having a stroke while he was <laughs> saying it right. i swear to god i thought yeah, that yeah. and i'm just looking at this and I, at the time i think i was 24 years old so i'm thinking i'm like what the hell he wasn't leaning over to one side while he was doing no it. but he gonna... did have the, his breakfast still in his teeth all mm -hmm. oh, right okay. and like every day banana. yeah banana. and it was like every day and like he would spit on you when he talked to you and so i just remember thinking like why does this guy have a job and then what they did is they consolidated all the nearby local governments into one government and all those people were forcibly retired yeah, yeah, yeah and i was like so that's so they have to do these like roundabout bure bureaucratic moves to get rid of these people right yeah mm -hmm. i'm just like wow i love this, this well there's a lot of amakudari as well you know the golden parachute yeah so when they finish one position at a company they quit retire whatever and then they get given a, a nice cushy position at yeah a like a ceremonial thing. position yeah. is amakudari in english golden parachute yeah you could uh, say it that way yeah uh, we don't really have it i don't uh, think not so much i think uh, we just call it cronyism yeah Good old cronyism yeah. in america but yeah so, there's a lot of that there's a lot of nepotism as well to be honest nepotism is the biggest problem i think that faces most japanese companies is that well, why do you assume that the son of the father is the, the most qualified person to run a company. Like, yeah. what's the assumption there? Well, I think there's tradition, like mm. handing it on to the next generation. That makes but sense if you said, that, it doesn't. That makes sense if you make good. pottery or swords, right? Yeah. Where it's a craft that doesn't really change over the hundreds of years. Yeah. But if you're like constantly evolving and getting bigger as a company, the guy with the most credentials should become CEO, not the son of the father. Yeah. There's a lot of nandaime. So mm. we're the third generation or fourth mm. generation. They're super proud of it, but mm. like, you know.
like so many Kagoshima companies are some like that. What do they say? They say like the first. Uh, the creator, the founder of the company, makes the company, and then it's like Sandai Me Shacho a Subusu, like the third CEO yeah. in line destroys the company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why does that? Why is that a saying if it's not kind of true? <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah. what was it? The oldest company in Japan was like went under during the financial meltdown of 2008. It was like a Ryokan or something in, I think Honshu or something, yeah. and like it. It was like the 30th generational CEO or owner right. or something like that. And he had no idea what he was doing. And he just like the, went out of business. Like, I think it was the world's oldest company or something like that. Really? It's gone. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Mind you, things with history lost, though. That is another thing. Mm. Generally, anyway. If it's made to be a historical thing, that's fine. If, you, yeah. if you're like, if you're in a technology or information technology business, you shouldn't just give the reins to your son. Yeah. So maybe the son is just a symbol. And then you know this is we're going back to it. it's a symbol mm -hmm. yeah because he he's just there he needs to be there blood things i mean it's the same with the presidency though in the u.s like they don't make that many decisions i don't think no they you do know? no no because they, their biggest thing they do executive orders they they, they provide the the nominations for the supreme court mm. they control the military mm. i mean we were scared about this with trump because they were like this dude has the nuclear codes should we Should we put in a? And I remember the the news talking about generals explaining to Trump, like in a very childlike way, no, you can't just nuke countries. <laughs> like that's not something. Like, but they have to convince him to do it, right? Because the power is still his to make the decision. Yeah, yeah. It's a very powerful position. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that happens in uh, the prime minister position in in other countries. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But scary. Anyway, yeah, that, well, it was scary, <laughs> but it's okay. Now our new president, he's asleep all the time, so he's, <laughs> yeah. not gonna, he's, gonna, he's not gonna make any wars. Well, that's the same as like Japanese businessmen, though. They get into a meeting and fall asleep like that. There's so many people They're sleeping. They're so good at it, too. They like, could just sit in like this. Yeah. yeah. We should all do that for like five minutes. Just, <laughs> yeah. Great content. All right, guys, we need to wrap the show up, but I'm, I, I want you guys at home to, to give us comments on what you think about anything that we said in this, in this show. If you guys know of any really successful, young, bright leaders out there in Japan that maybe we don't know about, you know, let us know, highlight them. If you know a guy that tells you to eat a banana for <laughs> breakfast in his 80s who shouldn't be in his position, you can tell us that story too. Uh, yeah. Osaka mayor is young and he's a good leadership, I think. The yeah. new one. The new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm not saying they're all bad. I'm just saying mm. that there's some a lot of old bad ones that I don't know why they're there anymore. Yeah. That's my position. Mm. And and Alex, your position is similar. Same. <laughs> yeah. I mean there's a lot of old people, but you know, there are there are some young people out there doing good work as well. But I, I don't like just pushing people up onto a pedestal and just leaving them there regardless of what they do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not not into that all. I'm with so. that, especially with nepotism. Don't do that with nepotism. Give yeah. it to the person who's most qualified. Yeah. All right, guys. I hope there is a 2021 Olympics, even if it is online. We'll see. Yep. See all the minor sports together. See all the minor. <laughs> you have such a negative opinion of the Olympics. I know it's not a negative opinion. It's just like it, it is like a collection of minor sports. Like nobody goes to watch running, do they? Who goes the to best watch that? part? The best part of the Olympics, Alex, is drinking in a bar, which I guess we won't be able to probably do, and watching it on TV and going, "That's a sport." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What the hell is that? Like I can't think of any minor shooting is quite minor. I thought what shooting would be cool. But triathlon includes uh, what skiing and shooting a rifle. It's like. 
or whatever that is, is. Triathlon. whatever it is. See, I don't even know. Like, I'm like, oh. why is this a sport? And the curling, what does the sweeping even do? I don't know. I think they're just doing that as like a bit of a flourish. Doesn't do Wait, Josh like. has a comment. He's like, duh, don't you know? Do you know what the sweeping does? Yeah, they're, they're, what do you, I, I can't think of like how to say this properly, but. Are they influencing the direction? It, they're clearing the ice so that it can go farther and also if they do it like to the left or to the right of it it goes in that direction because it's the easier path so it's a just like yeah it's like for somebody who couldn't build a bowling alley so they were like <laughs> oh shit we live in alaska we don't have a bowling alley what well we can got we do? stones let's throw stones let's just slide some stones about <laughs> and Japan- hey there's a brush there why don't you use that you know <laughs> japanese team got a medal last olympic right so yeah who cares <laughs> <laughs> so if your country is known for being the top for curling you should keep that to yourself like <laughs> i can't remember gold or silver one, one cultural difference is ping pong is like super huge in asia yeah People get on about that shit. I think I've never even thought about that once in America. It's weird. Ping pong is not a sport to me. It's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like some kind of nerd oh. activity. It's oh the thing that God. Forrest Gump got really good at. That's the it's only thing I know sport. about it's it. British. It's, it's a British sport. invention. What's, Called, the, what's the popular popular game in America then? What, swimming. Fast women. Running. Running. No, but no, the really popular sports like american football or oh, baseball it's no not even okay. <laughs> but when you watch that with the all-star teams and stuff like that it's just you watch it to see how they're gonna fight with each other yeah because they're all trying to be the hero and you're just like you guys suck <laughs> women's women's basketball was it there? women's soccer was it the american team was really good or something i don't know i don't watch the olympics yeah the, the popular sports are your football rugby you know yeah. all that kind of stuff tennis and then yeah, there's the Olympic tennis. sports like shooting and javelin. So and why why America keep investigating know. Olympics? Investing because mm. they they it's it's good TV. Oh TV because you're yeah. cheering for your country. Mm. It doesn't matter what it is, even uh, if it's curling. Well, that's okay. why it's once every four years, right? <laughs> yeah. That's why. Yeah, because people get bored of it. <laughs> if it was every year, you'd be like, nah, not watching that. All right, guys, that's what our show today. Uh, again, leave us a comment below. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't subscribed to us. We really, really do appreciate those who subscribe to us. And, you know, well, I'm going to say it like a YouTuber. Smash that like button. I hate it when they say that. Yeah. <laughs> subscribe. So, Click the bell. But it, do, it does. It does. It, it really gives us like that motivation that we need to keep making these shows for you guys. So please subscribe and please hit that like button. All right. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Small Talk Japan. Small Talk Japan is recorded at Story Studios in Kagoshima. This podcast stars Michi, Natsuki, and Alex, and is produced by me, Josh, and is executive produced by Michi. If you like the show, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review and let us know what you think. Thank you again, and until next week, bye!